0: Hello everybody and welcome to another brand new episode of the top 10. I am John Roca,
1: and I am Matt Nost and we are here to bring you another week of
0: the top 10 show. Um, How are you? I'm good. Busy. The things are starting to pick back up again. Uh, feeling lethargic, though, at times feeling kind of lazy this week, to be honest with you, even though I'm busy, but the, just kind of uh, navigating the beginning of a new year. Um, and also trying to be cool with myself and not put too much pressure on myself. Um, and enjoying the playoffs. That's what I would say. Sure. So how are sure. Uh, some of those
1: games were good. Some of those games were terrible, but <laughs> some of I mean, you to be expected, this was going to be terrible. We yeah. Lived up to expectations. Yeah. Uh, this week, the actual playoffs start. Did you see how? Screwed you guys, the Wizards got last night?
0: No, which is against the, the Nets. Is that the game against the Nets? Yeah. No, I didn't see that.
1: Late in In game, game, uh, late in game, Dinwiddie made a pass to Kuzma on the wing. Uh huh. And one of the Nets assistant coaches reached up his hand and tipped the ball out of bounds and they called it out on Kuz.
0: Get the fuck out of here. man. And you
1: guys, it was, it ended up being a one possession game by the end of it. And this was with like a minute left. And it's one of those, the guy's a former player. He played for you, uh, for the Wizards. I heard the announcers talking about it. I can't remember the name. Uh huh. And uh, I saw it and I was like, I've never seen that before. And as soon as he hit it, he like pulled his hands up and was like, oh, just kind of like a shit. Son of a. Oh. But the ref was right there and called it on Kuz and Kuz is pointing wow. at him like, what are you, are you kidding me with this? How is it not replay for that? How yeah, me- I don't know. I don't know. That's one of those where I'm just like, I can't believe that, that, that happened. That it seems, seems like so obvious. Play we play for that. Even in real time, it
0: seemed obvious. Oh, so you, yeah. So it seems like something you could totally pick out is what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Okay.
1: Like initially you're like, maybe Kuz touched that, but then you see the reaction of the assistant coach and like, yeah. mm, uh, that, that looks like any time a defensive back. Wow. Knows they held onto a receiver in, in the NFL. And then after they committed the foul, they put their hands up and be like, what me? I didn't do shit. <laughs> and you're like, mm, that is the first sign of guilt right there.
0: <laughs> don't look, don't come here. Don't come here.
1: Exactly. I didn't do anything. What? what why are you looking over here? That, that was perfectly legal. He just dropped that ball. Uh, just like, ah, that's, that's the actions of a guilty man. I can find the clip real quick if you want
0: me to send it to you. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm looking right now at the the highlights. They don't have them. Uh, they don't have it here. But what's his face? Kuzma says it's it's it was AAU basketball. That's what it looked like when he kind of touched him there. Wow, interesting. But how are you allowed to play though, man? Like I'm, I'm so confused by this because like you're literally playing with a guy who's unvaccinated, like Kyrie. And could be, but I guess you're getting tested, right? So you're hoping that he doesn't bring that shit into the game. But to me, watching him just drive around and like he is all up in your face, you know, the the spit's coming out the whole night. It's just weird to me. I yeah, I
1: I mean, the given the fact that if an opposing player is unvaccinated, they're allowed to play in Brooklyn's house, but Kyrie yeah. isn't, means these rules don't make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I, I agree. I don't know. It's a nothing we can do to change it. Right. Type of situation. And I've thought about it and I have my opinion, but at this point it's just like, it, it is what it is and it's going to continue to, to exist in this way. They're not going to change it. There was a loophole, uh, and technically the Nets could just pay a fine and Kyrie could play. Oh wow. Um, but I don't, I don't believe they're going to. There's, uh, that loophole's either been closed or
0: will be closed. Yeah. Uh, very quickly. Well, I can send you. No, I'm looking longer. at it right now. I'm oh, looking okay. at it right now. Son of a bitch. Threw his fucking hand out there and immediately yanked it back. Oh. Yeah. Like it's, it's shameless. They should ban them for 20 games. Like, we're too lenient, dude. Uh, we're too lenient. 20 games. Yeah, we're too lenient. I mean, to a quarter of the season for that? Come on. It, it, it'll teach you not to fucking do it again though, won't it? Like, I, I, yeah, I mean, but it, that's it, the way too gamer, excessive. It's why people keep doing things. People keep being so repetitive in their crimes is because we're not punishing them strongly when these things happen. And this is some stupid ass shit. He should have known what he was doing. Beyond strongly though. That's, that's excessive. That's not it. 20 games?
1: Dictatorial.
0: Yes. Dictatorial? 20, 20 games. It'll
1: teach your ass to not do it again, won't it? Oh, man, that's – I'm thankful you're not Adam Silver because that's pretty brutal. It's <laughs> a hell of a penalty for just They'd an inadvertent – You wouldn't say – inadvertent – no, 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 no. It's not inadvertent if he's I, sticking well, his hand
0: out. Okay.
1: I, my guess is he thought it was going to – uh like had some English on it, and it was going to fly out of bounds, and he was protecting – Somebody else. That's Honestly, that's
0: my interpretation of it. You're worse than Kornheiser. You know how Kornheiser always defends the shield? You're defending the brand. You're defending the logo.
1: I'm not. I'm defending human actions. Inadvertent. I. Yeah, 100%. Look, he's a former Wizards player. Why would he
0: go out of his way? He's probably pissed that 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 he's former. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure. There are very few
1: Joe Johnsons that get to come back at 40 years of age to play one more game. That's true. That's true. So... I, that, that ship has sailed or uh, for Thomas. him, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, have you seen, so we're doing
0: this for, I guess, you know,
1: uh, tangentially we're doing this for, uh, Mobius that opens next weekend, but when do you get to see that?
0: I, I haven't even gotten one screening for it. No, they pushed it, Matt. They pushed the, uh, it's now coming out in April.
1: Oh, IMDB has it listed for next weekend. Yeah. No, no,
0: they pushed it to April now.
1: Well, hence today's topic, which was, we looked at it and we we're like, oh, Moby's is coming out. Yeah. And
0: we set this all right for this weekend. Yeah. So. But then they pushed it. Yeah. Well, we could use Moon Knight, which dropped as a trailer. Sure. Uh, so we'll use that as the basis for our motivation to do this list. Um, but I, I want to ask, I'm asking you about the NFL play, like what team impressed? Did, did they impress you or was this just a first round thing? And you're like, I'm not impressed yet. Let's see what you do. Like the Bills destroying the Patriots in one of the greatest offensive displays in playoff history ever. Yeah. And, and then the Bengals squeaking by the Raiders, but Joe Burrow looking good. Sure. Um, Kansas City, does it have his mojo back, or was they or were they just beating up on a lifeless
1: course? It's a little of both, don't you think? I mean <laughs> I texted McCouga afterwards. I was like, it was a hell of a Hall of Fame run, man. And he was like, uh uh You know, Roethlisberger has been there for half my life now, yeah, roughly, and I'm like, I don't know what that kind of stability at the quarterback position is,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is the fucking truth. <laughs> but
2: the franchises
0: it, are just blessed, aren't they? Like fucking Packers, yeah, from, Packers are from Favre to Rogers. You could argue the Colts. I mean, Andrew Luck was going to win a Super Bowl at some point. Peyton Manning to Luck, more than likely, yeah, yeah. And Roethlisberger here after, um, you know, after, uh, what, who was, uh, Bradshaw, I guess, was there for a bit, but then Rothsberger shows up.
1: Yeah. There was a, yeah. a bit of a chasm until they got to Big yeah. Ben's era. Uh, Bobby Brist, I remember Buppy Brister. Really. Bubby Brister. That's right. Yeah. I mean, they look like every other franchise by and large where it's just a carousel of quarterbacks over the years. Yeah. I don't know. That, that Chiefs Bills game this weekend is going to be chef's kiss fantastic more than likely, dude. I'm looking forward to that one. Um yeah. And I'm pulling for the Niners. I hope uh I hate the Packers. So, yeah, if the Packers lose, I'm all for it. The Packers going to win like 44 to 10. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. I don't, I don't the thing is the Niners can run the ball which the Packers suck at stopping. And if, True. and your game plan should be let's do everything we can to keep
0: Rodgers off the field. Yeah. It should be that, of course. And now, if and, came the news that jimmy g's shoulder has was injured in the game against dallas so you don't know i know if the
1: they sh- bring in trey
0: lance it's over <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is it's just it's over and green bay can just go ahead and yeah. freaking you know put in their backup and uh call it a win because they're not going to lose that game
0: but look i mean look at tampa bay right tampa bay tore the shit out of philadelphia And everybody said ahead of time, or a lot of the analysts said ahead of time, like, oh, Philadelphia's got a good run offense that, you know, Tampa Bay's got a bad run defense. The Jets ran all over them, got 250 yards running all over them. And, and they showed up and the fucking Buccaneers shut them out. And I, I mean, basically shut them out. And then you look at, um, this situation, you're like, oh, the 49ers could run all over the Packers bullshit. The Packers are going to adjust and smash those runners. Mm. There's a pride here. And I'm telling you, I think. This is going to be like forty-four to ten. This is going to be the stinker of the weekend. Well, if if Garoppolo is hurt, yeah, the game's Even done. Even if he plays, he's not that great of a quarterback. No, but play. I trust
1: him more than I do at this point. Like Jalen Hurts for the Philadelphia. Yeah, that Eagle. was.
0: I was really surprised by that. I thought Jalen was going to, you know, come in well, and have the arrogance to play.
2: Yeah, you know,
0: I, He didn't. Yeah. Yeah, well, it remains to be seen as to whether or not he's
1: a top-tier quarterback. But at this point, yeah. if he's, you know, did Josh Allen look terrible? Before he became Josh Allen. Right. Very few people are Pat
0: Mahomes where he comes in and you're like, oh, my, my God. God, sweet Jesus. Who is this dude? Right. Or even Roethlisberger, who was winging that ball all over the place his first year um, and then second year won the Super Bowl. So, yeah.
1: But, I mean, his job was primarily handed off to Bettis. Oh, come on. No, it wasn't. Now, he yes, was, it was.
0: Bettis was like 95. It was the- all aboard the bus, <laughs> baby. It was all <laughs> aboard the bus. Uh you go look at Ben's stats as a rookie year. He was a pretty damn good passer, man.
1: Okay. I, I haven't looked at his stats and <laughs> maybe ever. Uh, <laughs> uh but I, yeah, was- I don't obsess about NFL stats like I do with NBA. So I don't, That's I don't right. know Ben's. I just remember it. I credit that one. <laughs> Much like the early Shaq and Kobe, those are Shaq's championships. To me, that oh, was Vettis's okay. championship. Okay. All right. Now the next one. The more of a case could be made, I guess.
0: Yeah. A good point. Big Ben stats. Listen, the Roethlisberger stats. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. I'm looking right now. Ooh, yeah, what do you got? Uh Let's see. Do they do it by year? Uh, I'm sure you can find right. on Pro Football okay. Reference. 2004, 14 games, uh, 196 throws... Oh wait, 295 attempts, 196 completions, 17 touchdowns, uh, quarterback rating of 98.1. Uh, he was throwing, he was averaging 187 yards per game. Yeah, uh, not, I guess uh, you might be right here then, man. You might be right. Cause I mean, his apex was in 2014, 2015. And a little bit in 2018 when he was averaging 320 yards, 309 yards a game in passing. That's incredible. So. Yeah. And he threw considerably more as the years went on. Yeah. Starting Which, with. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. But it just stands to reason the game has changed. Yeah. 2006, 469 attempts. That's crazy. I, I, yeah. I guess that makes sense, right? Because 16 games, say 20 to 20, 30, say 30 attempts per game in 16 games—that's 480. All right, that makes sense. All right, fine. That makes sense. All right, fine, Matt. Fine, Matt. Maybe it was Bettis. All right, that's fine.
1: Bettis in the defense—that's in the off the top of my head. That's what I remember. But
0: yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, what do I know? You know, I haven't looked at his stats. That's just my memory of it at the time.
0: <laughs> but there you go. I mean, pretty incredible stuff. How he went, what, 13 and one during the season. It's fucking insane. As a rook. As a rook dog. Uh, yeah, but he like, he only had occasional games where he was above 20 points. Like the first game, 24, but then it was 13, 13. Then 28, 34, 24. Okay, so, you know, yeah, was, he was able to put up points, I think, for a little bit, then kind of tailed off. The back half of the year, 19, 16, 17, 17, 20, and then picked it up for the play. and then got beat by the Patriots. 41 to 27. God damn. Nah, eh, well, you know. What do you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Is he, is he one of the greatest to ever do it? Is that what you would say? Would you say that? <laughs> person stuff? That seems excessive.
1: One of the <laughs> greatest to ever do it? You don't think Hall of Famer? Yes. <laughs> Undoubtedly.
0: You don't I think we have the greatest quarterbacks to ever do it? You're no. Like, wow. No. Okay.
1: Yeah, that, that shit just gets bandied about so much that you hear it. Mm. Oh, this is the greatest. It's just such, such a recency bias. Yeah. I mean, put it this way. Uh, him and Breeze, who do you favor? I favor Breeze. Breeze just oh, retired favorite, last year. I favor Big man. I take Breeze over him every day of the week.
0: Breeze doesn't have that mental thing, man. Ben, Ben, Ben has that mental thing. I think yeah, is,
1: which Brees. is to stand in the pocket for way too long and hold on to the ball until three yeah. guys are slowly taking you down and you just loft it. That's my that's my enduring memory of Ben. He went to
0: three Super Bowls, man. He did. I and more two. than anything my my uh,
1: team can say.
0: Yeah. I mean, more than Breeze.
1: Breeze yeah, one,
2: right?
1: Yeah. I trusted Brees. For the longest time I took Manning over uh Brady just because yeah. I thought Manning was basically the coach of that team. It's just like right. it seems right. like he's doing more here. Oh, but kind of like, uh you know, Brady's resume is pretty unassailable.
0: Yeah, no, true. Very true. Uh, yeah, we've all I think even the Montana lovers or the Unitas lovers, like at some point you've got to
1: Yeah. But it's, it's not like the weird thing is for me, it's not out of a tremendous amount of uh, respect or, uh, it, it is out of respect. I'm saying I'm not wowed by what he does, but when right. you look at the full scope of everything, you're like, it's undeniable. This yeah. is, it's been going on for two decades and that does not happen in this sport.
0: Well, the thing is he's a lunch pail quarterback and I know you New know, England and all of that and, and everybody wants to make fun of New England being all snooty and shit, but like he's a lunch pail quarterback. And by that, I mean, he's a blue collar boy when he plays. Like that's why he's not dazzling. You know, I'm, he's just, fuck man, he's a warrior. And you're just kind of blown away by the fact that this guy who looks like he could break at any moment physically, cause he's not the strongest dude is able to will impose his will on a game. And it's not like Marino who could like just throw 380 yards casually in his sleep or, or Mont, or even Young who used to just throw the ball with such grace, like 60, 70 yards down the field is insane. He's like, he's, he does it. He just gets it done. He knows the throw, when to throw it, where to put it in the window. He knows how to motivate that team to fucking give its best and somehow, some way the NFL gods reward him with a, a dink, a dunk or a stupid coaching decision on the other side that gets him these victories. You know, I was talking the other day. I was like, they're three or four plays away from being like the biggest chokers in the Super Bowl. Yeah. They are. If Atlanta doesn't fucking blow a 28 to three lead, being too aggressive and not being smart and being scared to win. If the Seahawks, I'm sorry, no, not Seahawks. Um, yeah, the Seahawks. No Seahawks, they ran the ball instead if of throwing they it. The ball, that's a, that's a, that's a victory. If the Panthers could stop them just once, they win that Super Bowl with Jake I'd, Palome at quarterback.
1: Yeah. I don't believe that for a million years.
0: <laughs> if they had stopped him just once, <laughs> uh,
1: I don't, don't give a shit that that was a fait complete as far as I was concerned. oh. Uh. Uh,
0: if, if the Ram, if they missed that field goal against the Rams, yeah, that one's a toss-up. Yeah, that's a victory for the Rams. Yeah, so a, uh, this very
1: yeah, low. thereby bolstering Kurt Warner's yeah. Hall of Fame reputation even more, and then maybe people would have gone out and seen that Zachary Levi movie. That, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a single person that yeah. saw that. I turned down the screening for it. <laughs> I just was like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need to see. I that. literally don't know a single person that saw that. Yeah. And I have a couple diehard Rams fans in my life, and they oh, have wow. not seen it. Wow! Yeah, that's that's kind of a rarity, especially here in Los Angeles. But yeah. one, I got a gift. Uh, got him a gift once of a signed Eric Dickerson jersey, and he almost oh. cried. Wow! They're not that expensive, actually. You can find them pretty cheaply. You can't. It's not as in high in demand. I was expecting to have to pay more when I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, that's not bad at all." And I got him a signed Eric Dickerson jersey. <laughs> I'm not uh, going after Ford Dickerson. Yeah, I'm not going like, after him. I'm just saying he must sign a lot of things because the market apparently is flooded or the market's not that big for Eric. Or yeah, that's, that's the case. It's one or the other. I choose to believe he's done a lot oh. of events in the market. It's just flooded and not going to say that nobody wants his signature. Um, but yeah, that when that, I saw the previews for that and then I heard him on. Sports talk radio. I was driving one day, and he was doing an interview about it, and I was like, I "Again, I don't know anybody that is excited about this." Yeah, yeah. And then after it came out, I've n- no discussions. I've had discussions about every other movie that's come out as of late.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, that ain't one of them. No, um, no, I don't disagree with you. Like, like I said, I turned down the screening when it, I was like, eh, I'm gonna, I, don't, I don't think anybody's going to see that." And I know if I did a review of it, I'd be lucky to break. 500 views on a review of that movie because no one's going to go see it. No. So, you know. There are certain things I don't review on my channel because I know it's not going to get a lot of views and it messes with the algorithm. So it sucks. Like Tender Bar, I, I want I loved that movie on Amazon Prime. Now that Ben Affleck won, mm-hmm. it is fantastic. Um, But I knew if I reviewed it, it wasn't going to make that many views because people don't watch. People weren't that excited about it. There's, there was really no buzz on it. Um, Even though it got fantastic reviews across the board, there was no buzz on it. You know, so, um, but that was one, the Kurt Warner. That's why I turned it down. I'm like, "Eh, no one's going to see this thing or or Red Rocket, like people going crazy for Red Rocket. It's had no interest in that thing.
2: I
1: don't understand why people are going crazy for Red Rocket. Did you watch it? Is it not good? Yeah. It's, did you see the Florida project? Yeah. Yeah. So that to me is a much better version of this type of story that it just. And I like the slice of life, but it's meanders and it gets to the end and it's over. And it's like, well, why did I fucking watch this?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't, Simon Rex is charming. I will give him that.
0: I guess I don't have the reverence that other people seem to have for him. I, I, he, <laughs> who I, has I, that? The I, industry certainly doesn't. All the people were – no, all the people were doing the all these pieces about like, oh, the comeback of Simon Rex or Simon Rex is back in our lives. How, and, how can we even call it a comeback? I don't know, dude. Well, because apparently he had gone off in drugs and high living and all of this and it had <laughs> cost his career. He claims it cost his career like he was some kind dude, of –
1: Get the fuck out of here. You were A nude model that got into being an MTV VJ who then got into the scary movie film franchise. What fucking career? And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not fucking slamming you for that. Congratulations. (laughs) You eked out a living. I hope you enjoyed those projects and you felt that they were fulfilling and worthwhile (laughs) and rewarding. (laughs) But to treat him like he's, you know, Affleck who you just brought up or somebody else that fell off the face of the earth. Get the fuck out of here with that. Uh yeah I couldn't I couldn't recommend Red Rocket
0: to anybody. I, I knew I, I saw this and I was like nah, this ain't for me. I'm gonna be bored out of my fucking mind. Yeah. Like I was with Licorice Pizza. I was bored out of my fucking mind with Licorice Pizza. And I thought it was gonna. Although go.
1: I finally saw Last Duel, I thoroughly recommend that.
0: Yeah, Last Duel was good, right? Surprisingly right. good.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was way better. I love the story structure. I don't want to yeah. give anything away, but how they decided to tell that story was very interesting and unique. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, the slight changes each time. There's one scene in particular where you notice that a certain individual is saying one line. Yeah. And it shifts to another character, uh, and to another character. And it's like, this is, this is really interesting.
0: Right. This is how they took that line. Yeah. Gotta make it a statement about how just because you think it's innocuous. Yeah. The perspective. doesn't necessarily mean it is. Yeah. Yeah. The perspective of the storyteller. Yeah, I think that's going to grow in estimation as the years go on. Like, people are going to be like, this is a – like, out of sight. People are going to be like, this is a film that not a lot of people watched, but it was damn good. And for whatever reason, it just didn't appeal to people. And no surprise, dude. I mean, how many people in a fucking pandemic are going to go see a period piece with Affleck and Damon about rape? And it, It's it's not going to happen. It's just yeah. not going to happen. So that, that crowd isn't there anymore. That crowd is there for the streaming version of it, but they're not there for the theater version of it anymore. The, the older person crowd, yeah. I'm
1: curious as to how many more of these movies Adam Driver is going to be allowed to make.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it isn't him. He isn't the driving force of those movies. So I, mean. I know, but this, how of Gucci didn't do
1: well. Nobody saw no. Annette, although Annette's budget was more than likely nothing. Yeah, Annette was like an independent
0: film, yeah. Yeah,
1: but then last year he had the same, like, you know, two, three films. They were all yeah. did fine. Everybody agrees he's awesome. Yeah. And yet there's been nothing to vault him out of. Now maybe he gets the Brad Pitt treatment where he gets to continue to
0: make movies, even though his movies don't make a ton of money. He, he has such, there's so many people that love him in Hollywood that there's no way he's not going to keep continuing.
1: I, that's what I, he's,
0: he's now basically worked with
1: every spectrum of individual in town yeah. and they all keep inviting him in. So it just, it's a testament to everybody agrees this dude is good. Yeah. I just worry I don't want him to go on the scrap heap like so many other.
0: He won't. He'll end up in an MCU film at some point, dude. Trust me on that. He'll end up in one of those. Eventually. You think so? I think oh, yeah. he might feel it's like it's slumming at this point. Uh, at some point, the bank account goes, you know what? It's cool and all, this independent movie thing of yours, but we got to pay bills. And people are kind – of, like your Star Wars money is – he's got Star Wars money, so he's fine, I guess, in that way. Sure. But I also think like – you know, you, you, want to scratch a niche every once in a while and he's not DiCaprio. Like DiCaprio's never going to be one of those, right? And, but no, but DiCaprio's movies make a lot of money. Exactly. And DiCaprio just knows very clearly he's not that kind of person and he doesn't want to do those things. Whereas I think Driver is a little less, I mean, he's a former Marine, you know, he's, he's, he's a very, intelligent guy, circumspect. I mean, like his Ted talk is fantastic. If any of you listening to us, yeah, it's really good. And so he's, he's got a different approach to the world. So I think him doing a Marvel, like, I think he's more in the Keanu Reeves camp. Not that I think he's a little, obviously he's a better actor than Keanu Reeves, I think overall, but like he's in that Keanu Reeves camp where it's not that serious. You know, he can do, um, a superhero movie, and it's not a, a, a big deal. I mean, Benedict Maybe. Cumberbatch can be Doctor Strange for fuck's sake. Who do you think you are turning down a fucking Marvel movie, you know? That's the way. <sighs> sure, I guess. Or Chueto Ejiofor. I mean, like, just in that Doctor Strange alone. Tilda Swinton. I mean, These are established independent film actors with resume, f- resumes full of independent films and plaudits for the work they've done in those independent films. And here they are being in Doctor Strange, you know? So. Very true. I just just saying. And speaking of Doctor
1: Strange. <laughs> Hell of a transition.
0: I it seems like uh as good a time as any. Even Mads Mickelson, also in Doctor Strange. Independent, foreign independent actor, for God's sakes. Anyway, all right. Sorry. I, I
1: agree. <laughs> I just I worry for him. I don't want him to be Fassbender or Eric Banna or.
0: <laughs> oh, no, he's already oh. better than Bana for God's sakes.
1: I, I realize that, or at least the quality of projects that he's been able to attach himself yeah. to are much better than Banna got. Well, Bana um,
0: did do a superhero. Model, so, so, yeah.
1: He did. And so did Fassbender. Right. right. Um, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And then their next bunch of projects didn't do well. And now it's like.
0: See them pop up, uh, or it doesn't matter. Clive Owen, um, right, right. Clive Owen. Yeah. That's a, actually, that's a, a, a valid comparison. He had a little bit of time where people were like, gotta put Clive Owen and stuff. Clive Owen, Clive Owen. And then Poof. Clive Owen's doing like fucking TV series. Yeah. Something. Although Driver seems to be more willing to be part
1: of the ensemble. Yes. As opposed to, to seeking out projects where he's basically the undeniable lead.
0: Yeah. I liked that. Uh, uh, I was mad that didn't do well. I still haven't seen that because I can't oh, really? get it on streaming. Oh yeah. 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 yeah,
1: Um, I figured it'd be out much sooner than this on streaming. Yeah. There's like, there's like four movies that I'm dying to see. I'm glad Macbeth finally came.
0: Yes. On Apple
1: TV. Oh, by the way, if I think you would thoroughly enjoy station 11, but the final yeah. episode was the final two were my favorites of the season nine okay. and 10. Okay. But the last one had, uh, a scene. That was just flat out incredible, but it has. Okay. Okay. So it's part of the the story is there's a traveling group of actors Mm -hmm. and the actors put on plays and they use a play in the final episode for a chunk of a scene. And it's just like, wow, this is amazing.
0: Is it post-apocalyptic? Yes. Okay. Post-apocalyptic. Mackenzie Davis is in it. I I kind of wanted to see it. We're we're working our way through Search Party right now. Uh, oh, is that any good? The Apple Plus? He, no, it's on HBO Max. Um it's on HBO
1: Max. Yeah, oh, yeah. Search Party. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, the
0: After Party. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I want to see that one. I definitely want to see the After Party. But Search Party is Aaliyah Shawkat, the uh, uh yeah, the girl, girl in um, uh, Arrested Development. Yeah, she's the lead in this. It's a challenging show because. She does a lot of shit as the protagonist that you're like, what the fuck? And the other characters are so great and interesting and fun, and they also have their what the fuck moments. But hers is it challenges you as a viewer because you're yeah. like, well, you know, am I happy with it? Am I not happy with this? And and yes, it's comedy, but it's like that kind of like what the fuck kind of comedy. I, um, um. So, and we're the third season. We're halfway through the third season, so I, I definitely recommend that one. I could get through season one. So, oh, so you you tried to watch it? Okay. I tried when
1: it first came out, or not when it first came out, but roughly yeah, yeah, yeah. in that ballpark. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't find anybody that I liked in the main cast.
0: In terms of the character or actors? Yes. No, okay. the characters. Yeah. No, they're all supremely fucked up people.
1: Yeah. So if yeah. you're not going to be like, it's always sunny, where <laughs> they're all unabashedly assholes. Yeah, right. Because they'd still want to believe that they're good people and just like, yes. I don't. No, I don't know about that. Yeah, no, and right perhaps right. maybe it's just a uh, more accurate. It's obviously the more accurate portrayal of people.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Because uh, they have multiple facets to them. Yeah, they have layers
1: as opposed to I am just a prick. Right. right. Um. <laughs> but anyway. Um. But anyway, speaking of Doctor Strange, <laughs> speaking of Doctor Strange. <laughs> so originally, when we set the topic way back when, it was for Mobius coming out. Yes. Yes. Which got pushed would you you know let me know yes. 10 minutes ago
2: yeah uh, I, <laughs> I just, that's well
1: crazy. i i hadn't realized it because i'm not looking forward to this i think the trailer looks pretty blah to mm-hmm, me mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and as i've told you uh if tyrese is in your big budget project i think your big
0: budget project is more than likely going to be dog shit because 100 if, if there are certain actors that show up in the trailer you go, ah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> uh Tell whereas you. i see magical and i'm like good for you al uh, I hope this is a success. Right, right. I love that. Wow. Yeah, he's so fantastic. Good. Um, but then Tyrese is just like, Oof. Uh, but it sparked the idea of, of, ah, uh, the, the character in the trailer, they keep asking him, like, are you going to be good? Are you going to be evil? Like, you got to make a choice here. Yeah. What are you? And it's like, oh, he's, he's clearly a vampire. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know how the good he can be when he away. needs to feast on blood, guys. You know, there's a ceiling to this shit. Uh, <laughs> but it got us thinking about like villains and heroes. And then uh, we baited about the idea of who would make the best hero turned villain. Right. So of the MCU heroes, yeah. who would be the best if they just suddenly flipped? Who would be the best villain? That's what, uh, so that's the thought process behind today's show. Yeah yeah for a movie that comes out 3 months from now <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we can attach to Moon Knight, Moon Knight because no one knows if Moon Knight's going to be good or evil because he's dealing with dissociative identity disorder in the show and what we saw in the trailer we saw clearly there's two different people that being played by Oscar Isaac but who's the real uh driving force inside that mind uh, and then you throw in Khonshu and the Moon Knight and all of that. It's There's a lot here to explore. So it still, I think, works for us to do this as a topic this week.
1: Okay. Yeah, I've never uh read that book, so I don't know.
0: Oh, really? Oh, yeah.
1: Fucking yeah, I never. It. uh I got out of comics long before, I believe, Moon Knight came into existence.
0: No. They, it, Moon Knight was in 75. Was oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. It just was one of those smaller ones, man. Yeah, that you don't know
1: it. about because it's not, well, at least as a kid, I knew about the big, huge you know, vitals. Right.
0: The right. And, characters. and they kept rebooting it, which makes it tough to yeah kind of follow. And then they changed who the hell was Moon Knight and all the different people. So yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. It's like,
1: yeah. Marvel has a lot of those where there's a huge crossover event. You're like, I haven't seen this dude in forever. My favorite was when I was a kid, I had, I think like, I know one for sure, but I want to say two different issues where yeah. it's like a hundred, 150 pages. And each page is just a different character. And it gives oh, you, a yeah bio breakdown sometimes it's like a couple pages i love those going through because there was 60 percent of them i had never heard of yeah what is this and some (laughs) of the character (laughs) designs were so terrible and some of them were amazing and you're like i don't yeah you know and they tell you oh first debuted in this issue and was in this run uh type of thing
0: yeah Yeah. absolutely
1: but a testament to how many different characters i don't don't recall even running into moon Knight. but anyway yeah so that's what we're doing. So the way the show works is I do a bunch, he does a bunch, and then we cobble our list together for the final oh, shows.
0: Sounds good to me. <laughs> yes. Uh, nice. That was a good boom. Good. Good to go. Um, uh, all right, Matt, what have you got at number 10? So at 10, like I think there's a
1: several good, mm-hmm, good mm-hmm, choices. You know what
0: mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I think there are some that are flat out excellent. And I would actually love to see this as a yeah. movie. Yeah. Um. So I'm willing to accept I've, I wrote down two answers for my ten. Okay. Um, I think my f- f- preferred of the two would be Red Guardian.
0: Oh, nice. Technically he's already is he villainish? Yeah. Is he, you don't know because he doesn't do villainous stuff in yes. the movie. He's but very He's very the daughters.
1: Yeah. And he alludes to the fact that he fought Captain America before, and then there becomes a question, so many people brought up in this like the multiverse of madness perhaps there's a flashback to when they were younger and they actually did fight because cap in that the time when he was roaming the earth before we see him come back as an old man in game, maybe in that earlier time he did fight red guardian cause he was around who knows. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I Uh I, I don't know, but the idea of the Soviet union having their own villain and him running up against other Avengers and whatnot. Yeah. And it's a gray area. So if you want to say, I don't think this counts. I have another one in place of it. No,
0: I think it counts. It. Why wouldn't it count? I think it absolutely counts because he's played as a hero in Black Widow. Yeah, he's not they, played for you hate him or at all. And he's in prison only because his communist handler uh wanted to shut him up, not because he, you know, killed five hundred people uh, without any permission. You know, it's only because true. He but they shut him up.
1: They allude to the fact that he was out running these covert missions, killing people around yeah, yeah. the world. So it's like a,
2: it.
1: you don't see it.
2: Yeah.
0: So Which like, helps you keep, you like sympathize with him.
1: Yeah. yeah. Plus I don't think if he's a switch to a villain, I don't know how good you need someone like a Rachel Vice with you because he is the hammer. Yeah. And not the whole world are not nails. Yeah. <laughs> so his utility yeah. is only so good unless you compare him with somebody like a Rachel Vice or you know,
0: so you have both ends of the spectrum working on a problem. She's uh, so extraordinary to me, Rachel Vice. Cause I mean, I've had the biggest crush on her since the day one, but then seeing her kind of, she's aged into this role now where she's kind of like the mom character, mm-hmm. which is, I'm so surprised by that, but she, it, she played it so well, you know? Oh, she, I think, good. Sorry.
1: Well, she just. I thought she was cute in Mummy, she has turned into like this yeah, incredibly sexy, yes. attractive even when she's not even trying. Yes. in movies. It's amazing because I when I saw Mummy I was like, "Oh, she's cute." Yeah. She's fun, bubbly, interesting and then over the years it's just more and more maybe it's just you see the nuance and complexity
0: of the individual. Yeah, I think I think Constant Gardner is where i was about to say the same thing. Yeah, right? And and that's where you saw like, "Wow, this woman is capable of an incredible amount of nuance and levels in her work. And then that makes her more attractive as a human being because Mm -hmm. she's able to access that kind of stuff, you know? And so just well, really brilliantly well done how good she is as an actress. And then having her play these roles, the way she plays them in the film like that, the older roles, I think she's done an excellent job with doing that. So, yeah. I, sorry. Yeah.
1: I watch, uh, just thinking of the flip side of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Where someone's personality is so just reprehensible to you that it doesn't matter how pretty the outside of the package is. (laughs) Once you you get into the present, you realize it's all coal and poop and you're like, this is, (laughs) this is the worst present I think you could have ever gotten.
0: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I I
1: love that. it's, It's amazing. Well, people's personality can completely alter. Yeah. How you view or how you're attracted to them. Oh
0: yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were, What was I watching the other day? And Lily says to me, she's like, um, the thing is she's not, it's, it's not, they're not an attractive person, but they've just such an, a relaxed confidence about themselves that it just makes them attractive. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. I guess that's a good point. So yeah.
1: Very well could be. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, project runway and this this season is oh easily one of the worst wow uh but they had the real housewives of whatever come in as like clients and they wanted yeah. it. basically it was a crossover event for bravo right to talk about reunion shows that are upcoming and then they made dresses for some of the people that are going back on the reunion shows
0: right right right
1: and they're all very attractive women and they get into these bullshit fights and they're just orchestrating all this stuff cuz producers love it and all that so they know their roles and be like boy if you're anything remotely like how you're portrayed you seem like you're terrible <laughs> and I would not want to be around you and I don't care how attractive you are you're a monster yeah no thank you uh
0: you're a monster
1: yeah there are a couple who were just like oh my god this yeah. I I couldn't even be in the same room with you this is just brutal yeah, uh, yeah. obviously you're amping this up for television because it makes for good TV mm-hmm. uh, but Jeez, Mo Pete, this is brutal. On top of a season where I don't like most of the contestants, it sucks.
0: It's like watching, like I'm. Oh, the challenge. Lily quit on the challenge. Like she's like, I don't. She like the All Stars one because she's like the the, the older people coming back in their forties, so they're struggling with trying to recapture being as good as they were in their twenties, and like they've kind of moved on with their lives. We watched one, the Battle of the. battle of the countries or whatever battle of the countries. And it was like Brits versus United States. And she saw the political maneuvering and the, the terrible way they treated each other to try to win that money. And for her, she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to watch this anymore. And I was like, but but, like, this is fun. This is part of the fun of the challenge. And she's like, yeah, no, it's just a bunch of cocky assholes, male or female who are just trying to fuck each other over to get, I'm with her.
2: Yeah. Bunch of young douches. Yeah. No she thanks. Just, she doesn't like it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I could see the appeal of the older. Right. These people struggling with the, you know. Uh, yeah. That's fun to the watch. The indelicacy of time. Right. <laughs> it's true. It's- yeah. Just like, ah, fucking my hip and shit like that, to which I have uh, lingering, uh, yeah. you know, ailments. Yeah. And then uh, the motivation, the existential discussion.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, All
0: of
2: it.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, so fascinating stuff, absolutely. All right, so what's your number nine? <laughs> this is going to be a long show. What's your number nine? Uh,
1: my number nine is – it's another one that kind of falls roughly in the same category, but I chose Hulk.
0: Oh, uh that is also my number nine. Interesting. Okay, go ahead. Um, I had him higher initially, but then I got,
1: got to think about it, and I was like, well, I think you're kind of limited as to how far you can get with a villain Hulk. Yeah. But he'd still be a great villain because how the hell do you defeat Hulk? Right. Exactly. It's tough to do. It's really difficult to do and you need, you know, to game plan for it and a specific, you know, uh, parameters yeah. to get the outcome that you need. Otherwise Hulk is just going to keep smashing. Yes. And what if then the end game version we see where it's the marriage of the two
0: worlds? Yeah, then Professor- we got a real problem. Yeah, yeah. Professor Hulk is, is a whole nother conversation. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But then do we continue with the storyline from comics where eventually he, he devolves and full Hulk takes back over. Right,
0: right. But also with Professor Hulk, he's also softer. Like, he's a little more mm. not willing to get... Like, the, the fact that he was like, oh, God, he was embarrassed of seeing his younger yeah. self, that tells you you're not dealing with a guy who's going to be easily willing to be a villain. And when he's a villain, he's going to be constantly questioning whether he should be a villain or not.
1: And that, Or that problems. so certain in his convictions, kind of yeah. like a Civil War type of situation where the polarity... Between certain characters is black and white. Yeah. 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 So there could be a situation where because of that, but you don't know exactly which Hulk you're going to get. Are you just going to get Hulk smash or are you going to get Professor Hulk? And then as you just said, then Professor, you know, come up with the motivations. So I think it's a somewhat trickier thing to do, but it could be very interesting.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, good choice. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. Like he's, he's a good one to be a villain because he's so difficult to defeat, but on the same, but on the same token, he's so one dimensional. Yeah. With that anger and frustration and power, you could outsmart him, you know, which he has been outsmarted um numerous ways in the in the MCU. Whether it's Scarlett Johansson Black Widow stroke in his hand, which is ridiculous, or uh Thor or Captain America outsmarting him in the ring uh, or in a fight or whatever, it, it happens. So Yeah. Um, and clearly needing an ego stroke, which is why he stays as the champion on that planet on Sakar in, uh, Ragnarok. So. All right. What's your eight?
1: Uh, my number eight is vision. Oh, that's a punt. Okay. Yeah. I flirted back and forth. I had him higher. I brought him lower. I had him like, yeah. yeah. did a few different formulations. All right. So what's your 10?
0: Uh, my 10 is pepper pots. Okay yeah I mean of she wore the the what is it rescue or whatever rescue it is. So,
1: something or other yeah. yeah
0: so she's clearly technically an MCU hero in that way I mean she's an MCU hero even if she wasn't wearing the thing but the fact that she can run Tony's the conglomerate of Tony's empire True. of stark enterprises imagine her using that intellect and that ability to turn all the money and the weapons and the technology and the connections that they have towards evil. She would be very, very difficult. Plus, she has a suit so she can fight. So she'd be very, very difficult to stop if she was to turn evil. You know, it's almost like a Lex Luthor type thing with Luthor running uh, his uh, the Luther Corps Enterprises or Lex Corps Enterprises. Um, he was very difficult to stop once he started rolling and being president in the comics. So it's like this is a possibility for Pepper Potts if she was to put her intelligence her ability to organize and run shit uh, and her um, superhero abilities to bo- bring them all to bear. She'd mm-hmm. be a very difficult villain to stop in my opinion. It, all excellent
1: points. <laughs> they are. I just, for me, if you recast
0: pepper pots, yeah. then I agree with you. Oh, <laughs> you don't like Paltrow as okay. Fair.
1: I'm not a Paltrow fan and I don't believe that she would be a good villain. So as it's oh, okay. currently constructed, what you're saying.
0: Okay. Yeah. the acting or the whatever wouldn't quite. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I'm just not buying The Menace. I'm not Fair. buying any of it. Whereas everything you just described is the setup for, if that is the case, she's top five. Right, <laughs> exactly. It's just, that's a lot to have in your bag at your disposal. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. In the face of it being, with Paltrow to me is like, I'm not buying that
0: in the slightest. I don't know if she's ever played a Has she ever played a villain? I don't want to call it a technically in what contagion Oh, contagion right right right. technically it's a very
1: right. small part but she cheats on her matt damon and right right is patient zero here in the states and kills the whole world kills the whole world just because you've <laughs> Had to get couldn't some. keep it uh, somebody else's fucking <laughs> keep, keep your panties on lady keep uh, panties
0: <laughs> <up>. <laughs> male directors uh we're gonna make it the woman's fault man um Alright, so as we said, my number nine was Hulk. My number eight is uh Pepper Potts' companion here, Iron Man. That's my number eight. That's a punt. Come on. Okay. What are we talking about here? I can't, please.
1: Best villains? Come on. That's wow. a punt.
0: He's already a pseudo villain. All right, what's your uh what's your seven then? Uh my seven is Captain America. Oh, I didn't even put him on my list. So go ahead. Well
1: if that Hail Hydra moment in uh-huh. the elevator was real, you know yeah. what I mean? So if he subverted – if Marvel subverted all of our expectations and eventually it comes out that actually he is an agent for HYDRA, yeah, I think that would be devastating. Mm-hmm. Would crush us all and then suddenly becomes this, well, how the hell do you beat, defeat Captain America? Well, at this point, I don't even know what you call him, uh Captain HYDRA. <laughs> He's got to have some sort of new name yeah. Uh because he brings – the intelligence, he can see the big picture. He obviously has all the brawn and and strength to do any of this. Yeah. But he's the somewhat the complete package. Uh. Now he doesn't have the resources like that you brought up with Pepper Potts, but technically, I guess he would have the, all the resources of Hydra, mm-hmm. and he could just take over, and he'd be the new Red Skull at that point.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah, good point. Yeah, or, um, or he team up with Red Skull. which yeah, wherever Red scary. Skull is. Yeah.
1: For saying in the movies. Um right, wherever Red School is, yeah. Yeah. Or the uh uh the the Nazi scientist that
2: transmutes oh, wow. his yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: being into that computer, whatever, he teams up yeah. with that. Yeah. Because that still more than likely exists out in the ether somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh I just like the idea of, of Cap making that switch. To me, it's basically Red Sun, the what if Superman was born in Russia mm-hmm. or landed in Russia instead. Right. It becomes kind of like that storyline of this one that was assembled to us is actually assembled to them. Yeah. Uh, it could be really interesting and, you know, subvert our expectations of what that character is and should be. Okay. I
0: like that idea. All right. So that was your seven.
1: Uh, that is my seven. What's your six? My six is Nick Fury.
0: Oh, interesting. Not on my list. Go ahead. No powers. No abilities. Right, right, right. But
1: you want to talk about somebody that can see the big picture, can pull the strings as a puppet master, could lay out, you know, what Helmut Zemo was able to do, Nick Fury would have done tenfold. Yeah, right. Just, I don't know. I like the idea of him. Of this overarching kind of fucking villain where he is Thanos and he's laid this huge plan that it takes tons of movies to unravel and finally capture him.
0: Yeah, that's a great Uh, point. I didn't think about that because, I mean, he's got an ability to engender loyalty amongst mm -hmm. the people he works with. And he knows how to play them against each other or push the right buttons, like those cards covered in blood and Avengers, which he didn't have those cards. He just put them – and and put them put blood on them to kind of manipulate the situation he's willing to go the extra mile and then some to try to get the goals accomplished and manipulate people of power to mm-hmm. do his bidding so and feel loyal to him and care about him so turn I, that into the evil side people would fight even harder on the evil side for nick fury exactly and he's able to like game you know con a few people
1: into his side of the argument yeah and slowly build up his, you know, group from the existing. Yep. And I just think that there's a potential for a huge story, like, yeah. you know, crossover event from back in the day. Yeah. Um, where he's got this, I mean, whatever the massive plan is, yeah. uh, and it's just one guy and it's potentially the only one guy that doesn't have any super ability or resource or anything else, just. His right. intellect and, and keenness yeah. could pull it off. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good choice, bud. I like it. Good choice, man. Should have thought of it. Uh, all right. My number seven is, uh, Black Panther.
1: Okay. That was the, if I'm not going to do Red Guardian, I'm going to do T'Challa.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I put Black Panther because A, he's got a whole entire nation. Yes. Following him. Uh, the vibranium, the access to all of that, the weapons he could I'm create. I'm going to grab water. Huh? Oh yeah. I'm yeah. going to grab water. The weapons he could create. Putting everything together, getting Shuri on his side, getting Nakia on his side, getting everybody, Akoye, everybody, the, the, the tribes there, uh, Mbaku, all, everybody just coming on his side to follow him. And he's such a powerful leader to get him to be a powerful leader to lead the evil side of things. That's just brilliant. I mean, I think that would be incredible to see. So for me overall, I think that's the choice, um, uh, for this situation. I mean, he's just, so and Plus the new suit and having someone like Shuri in his pocket to do new technology constantly, this guy would be very, very, very difficult to stop as a villain. Uh, and we saw Killmonger, but Killmonger was driven by rage and anger, whatever. Uh, T'Challa is a much more intelligent, calmer um, uh, person. So putting that person in charge of Vibranium, putting that person in with someone like Shuri who can come up with the right technology and then putting that person in charge of multiple tribes and all these people and technology and weapons um, would be incredibly difficult to stop, dangerously incredibly difficult to stop. Yeah, I I thought it just the Chadwick Boseman
1: kept, every time I was thinking about T'Challa, hmm. it's like, I don't know, that dude just radiates nothing but good to me.
0: Well, that's why the turn would be so great. Like, it's true. No. If
1: you wanted to sell me on Shuri, like say they it plays out in, and, in and, uh, Black Panther gets killed because he's on an, a mission for the Avengers, yeah. And then Shuri is pissed off about that, and she makes the switch. I was like, okay, well then she has the source, uh, the resources of Wakanda, right, and everything you brought up before. It's just like, oh, well, that that to me is. Uh, potential, but yeah, I I tried to with T'Challa, but I was like, I don't know, man, Bozeman just looks too. <laughs> Every time you see him, it just he kind of puts a smile on my face. He's got like, yeah, he's got a warm glow to him. Now, is that the fact that he uh, passed away at uh you know, unanticipated younger age, although yeah. he's in his early forties, but still, yeah. um, maybe that's what it is, but I still think that character just radiates too much. Hope and aspiration. You don't know, you
0: know think Captain America does that? You put him on your list.
1: Yeah, but we've also seen him fight, like had that, that row with, uh, with Iron Man and yeah, kind of true. fall out of the Avengers. Now that's true. where we got introduced to Shala, but we yeah. didn't have the backstory with him. Yeah. So I've seen kind of Captain yeah. build to that. Whereas we've,
0: we've only gotten Black Panther and not as much as others. Okay. All right. So the my number six then is, uh, four. Uh, that is a slight punt. All right. Well, um, well then before we jump into our top pot fives, Matt, we should take a quick break hear from our sponsors and then, uh, come on back and keep counting down this list of the top 10 Marvel heroes that would make the best villain. All right. We're back again with the top five, uh, and uh, our top fives here for the, uh, Marvel heroes, MCU heroes who would make the best villain. We're starting at number five, Matt, what do you got five? I have Thor. Okay. So that was the punt. Okay. It's
1: the ever so slight punt for, yeah. uh, our ad break right there. Yeah. Um, I just, we've already seen him turn brooding. Oh yeah. So what if that turned into like depression and then that depression turned into basically just be, became more and more withdrawn. Yeah. And fell into a greater stupor because of alcohol or whatever else. Yeah. And this guy could turn dark really quick. Yeah. And just lash out at the world
0: around them. And what exactly are you going to do to stop them? Yeah, I think no one needed the Avengers more than Thor. Mm -hmm. Good point. Right? Because, I mean, like, with his crew on Asgard, he basically rules them. And he's like the head of the frat. So they're not going to go against him because they want to keep favor with Odin and with Frigga and with the ruling family. But the Avengers will call his ass out. The Avengers will also be there for him when he's struggling or when he's not sure about things. And so in that way, I think the Avengers changed Thor's trajectory because of that. But without them, I could absolutely see him being brooding or whatever. Even like after Loki's unintentionally killed their mom, I can only imagine the kind of anger he would unleash on Loki in the world because he's upset about the situation. And like you said, we saw him carry that guilt after infinity war and saw his face and his, what he did to his body, Mm -hmm. the true hopelessness that he went into the deep depression he went into. It was like, well, imagine that depression turning to anger with, with that fucking hammer and two hammers really. Yeah. And the power of Asgard behind him. Good God almighty. That's scary as shit to think about. Well, there's easy, like a team up with him and Loki.
1: If they, he goes full villain. Yeah. And Loki's just loving it. Thor's yeah. finally on his side of the equation, Uh, even though Loki's in now a gray area
0: again. Right, Uh, which is good. I think that's where that character needs to exist. Yeah, but Loki doesn't have a bloodlust. Thor could have a bloodlust. I think even Loki would be like, if they teamed up in an evil way. I think even Loki would be like, dude, you got to relax, dude. Like it looks. So- How good would that scene be though, <laughs>
1: yeah, where but- Loki is taken aback and like, Jesus, man. Did we really have to do that? And then Thor is just wild-eyed, yeah, rage, yeah, like uh, Mel Gibson and Braveheart after the battle, just,
2: <laughs> uh, uh,
1: just blood splattered across his face, like
2: a yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, what if Natalie Portman gets? Just, just <laughs> murdered right oh, in front of them. Straight up murder. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: right. The turn. Oh my. And then gosh. that just sends oh. him down. Like
1: oh, I will murder all of you. And people are kind of on board for with the retribution at first, and then it just becomes into bloodlust, and he kills every. It's like the sand people <laughs> just needlessly kills way too many of them. We're all like, we were fine with a couple. <laughs> you know, if you want to go after like the individual that did it, and maybe oh. their buddy that helped them. So I'm fine with that, but you didn't need to kill all of them.
2: You killed his whole family.
1: Yeah, and I do like the idea in uh, 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 <laughs> uh, fucking Boba Fett right now, where they're trying to make the Sand People good, and we're yeah, like, are not yeah. the Sand That's... People pretty shitty up until yeah. now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're supposed to side with people that like kill right. and <laughs> rob and steal. Okay, um, yeah. I haven't seen this week's episode though, so maybe they rectify that. I, I uh, doubt it. But there's yeah, well I don't want to say that
0: all right. Uh anyway, yeah, good yeah, exactly. So Thor scary. Um Thor to sum up. In summation, this concludes my TED talk. Thor. Angry Thor, scary as fuck.
1: <laughs> angry Thor bad. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Roca
0: Hulk. <laughs> I should see from my PowerPoint. There's only two sheets on this. Uh, uh uh my number 5 is uh, Captain Marvel. That's a punt. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay, all right, go ahead. Yeah. What's your 4? Uh my 4
1: is uh Scarlet Witch. Uh that's a punt. Okay. Yeah, you could flip flat. you could sell yeah. me on that being higher. Oh. Uh um, so then my 4 is Doctor Strange. All right, that is my number 3.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I mean, we saw a glimpse of it, or we saw a version of it in What If, although he didn't fully go evil. He was more in a pursuit of re- repeating this to save Jane's life. Uh, or not Jane. Um, oh, God, I forget. Uh, Rachel McAdams' life. Um There is something more here that if he went dark with the power of the mystic arts, with his abilities uh, and his arrogance and his ego... um he could, and is, and is like, um, like when we meet him in Doctor Strange, he's very judgmental of everyone who's not as intelligent. Oh, he's a prick. He he's a prick, right. Yeah. So the fact that he sees people as lesser than him, if he went the evil route, dispatching them would be little to no consequence. Oh. It wouldn't affect him in the least, you know? I mean, just think about it. He can, he can basically appear anywhere he wants to. Yeah. yeah. So
1: all of a sudden out of the shadows, like behind you, yeah. Comes Doctor Strange. He can send you wherever he wants. He can create alternate realities that you're now stuck in. Yes. If he has access to the Time Stone again, he could do what he did to Dormammu, and yeah. just put you in your own little personal hell where you get to repeat this over and time. over and over again. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like the possibilities here are pretty endless. Yeah, we don't even know the full scope of all those spells. Right. Um, and what if he then taps into the dark energy? that the ancient one has taken like small little bits of to maintain her life for longer. Right. What if he just says full, I'm going full Mads Mikkelsen, except I can control it. Yeah. And like, Oh man, the, the possibilities here are pretty endless. Yeah. Yeah. He'd make an excellent villain.
0: But he would. Plus Cam- Cumberbatch can play evil when he wants to, and it works. Yeah, it go watch so the
1: power weird. of the dog.
0: Yeah. Yeah. True.
1: Although I'm not a fan. I don't understand the you're not the only one. Yeah. It's like the odds on favorite right now. I'm like I don't
0: know what you guys saw, but I didn't see that. Yeah. I know a lot of people, you know, Snyder too. He's like I don't get the hype. This is a film. He goes I couldn't even finish it. So, you know, it's interesting approach. Yeah.
1: I don't want to say anything to spoil it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, fair enough. So, I media. mean, yeah, it's it's a beautiful film. Yeah. Yeah. It's got some great actors in it. Cumberbatch is engaging and mesmerizing. Yeah, uh, but uh, the movie as a whole, I was like, whatever. Right. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Cumberbatch could pull it off, and he's got the duality of the intelligence coupled with the ability, you know, with the spells and everything like that. Yeah. To so where it come at you from very complex and interesting ways, and certain things that you can't really game plan against because you don't have any point of reference. Yeah, having never experienced combating somebody who
0: can shift reality. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Right.
1: I, how do you deal with that? I don't even fucking know. Now Spidey figured out at least in the mirror realm. Yeah. But that's one aspect of, you know, could he figure out all
0: the others? I, I don't know. Be yeah. interesting. That's a good question. Um, all right. So then what's your three? <clears throat> uh, that was my oh, three. Sorry. So then my three is your punch from earlier vision. Okay. I mean, dude, Artificial intelligence? Insane. Like this is not something you can unplug either. Like this guy, and with the mindstone with the what's it, the mindstone in his in his head? Like sounds right? Yeah. He's got so many abilities here that he doesn't even access. Um and intelligence, and no matter how fast you can think as a human being, he is thinking forty times faster than you already Mm -hmm. and monitoring any counter you might have. You know, so he has got that kind of even even there are moments when he comes when he comes to life for the first time in Civil War. I think it is Um right. I think. It's, it was yeah, it's Star. Civil War. Yeah. OK. Um And he has. The, no, it's Ultron. It's Ultron when he comes to life.
1: Uh, Ultron. You're right. I'm sorry. I was thinking he, of the Ultron scene. and
0: uh, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. And when he has the, the back and forth with them, when they're questioning him, he handles the Avengers like nobody's business. Like, it's not a big deal. And he's essentially one person against all five of them. And he is doing his thing, no problem. So that's scary to think about. Uh, if he could have access to like the com- the um, internet or whatever, and be fucking up world economies, man, he could launch missiles on the people in other countries on themselves or other countries. It's insane the access he would have. And if he worked together with Ultron, say good night, human beings wouldn't make it to the morning, dude. It would just be yeah. insane what he'd be able to do as a villain. Cause to her, to him, it would make logical sense. Like he wouldn't be an emotional villain cause he's, you know, he's, he's a, you know, essentially a droid or Android or whatever, but he would be, um, he, but he would have to believe in the the cause. And so because he'd believe on the, in the cause, he'd be more adamant about carrying it out, which would make him an even more scarier villain.
1: I agree. I yeah. The calculate, I mean, basically it, he is Ultron. Yeah, basically he
0: becomes Ultron.
1: Yeah, he does. Ultron, what if? But the reason I put him lower is he could then easily flip back to being good once the calculus became no it makes more sense in this instance. Mm. Uh it could go back and
0: forth and back and forth type of uh situation. Well, that makes him even more of a scarier villain, doesn't it Because you don't know which side of the fence he's going to be on from sec from issue to issue.
1: So that's he- true. You're walking on eggshells. You
0: are all the whole time around it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's a good point.
1: Um, yeah, in my head, I was like lower because like, oh, he could just as easily assume siding with us makes the most sense because the collaborative effort of trying to remedy the problem is better than the, yeah. you know, totalitarian of only I can make these decisions. Right. Right. And right. he'll see the fallacy in that logic. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, he basically just turns into Ultron, but he's got the Mind Stone, yeah. which then should hypothetically make him even better. Uh,
0: yeah, hypothetically, yes.
1: Well, you have a freaking infinity stone as part of your DNA. Yeah. Should make you by, you know, <laughs> leaps and bounds better than Ultron. Uh, but then Thanos did just brain him.
0: Right. True. So,
1: Eventually. <laughs> and then it's like, well, okay, well, how good is this dude? <laughs> uh, and he was weaker though, cause he had gotten stabbed by what, well, Thanos's henchman. Yeah. Who had the was- blade that was able to to cut into him for whatever specific, you know, uh, reason, I, I don't recall, but I just know that he was hurt in that instance.
0: Yeah. Sure, he was trying to fix him position. Yeah. The whole thing went down. So yeah. Which
1: maybe a full strength Thanos would not have been able to just straight brain him, but
0: yeah. Yeah. And all the drama with that that came with that. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So where are we at here? Your my deuce, your deuce. Go ahead. Me... Uh, which is Captain Marvel. Okay. All right. Go ahead. It's higher on your list. I mean, she's Superman. Yeah. Well, yeah. She and is. Then, and then so. Yeah.
1: Okay. why? Well, yeah, I don't know if a tête-à-tête between the two of them, who's going to win. I haven't thought about that.
2: Yeah. I don't know either.
1: Yeah. This isn't Lion versus Tiger to me. Uh, <laughs> I have not had that internal discussion in my head. Right, right. I think right. I default to Lion, but I don't even know. I need to see some stats, basically. Run the numbers. <laughs> Uh, but basically to me, she is Marvel's answer to Superman. Yeah. And so what if Superman, I brought up Red Sun earlier, but what if, what if Superman is evil? Well, how the, how in the world are you going to stop Superman? And then I, I don't even have a more in-depth question beyond that because that to me is, well, once you get to the top of Everest, everything else looks small. Yeah. So you, if you can answer the question of how you defeat Superman, cause it could be, uh, the, the race that in the uh, artificial intelligence race that yeah. uh, was controlling her whatnot, you know, the storyline could be, it actually made a permanent alteration to her brain chemistry or something. And slowly over time, she yeah. becomes evil or something you could easily segue into this. And then suddenly we got a Carol Danvers problem. Yeah. That we don't have an answer for. Right. Uh, yeah, it'd be, be really difficult. I I don't, I don't know what her weakness is right now because basically stunting her emotions is the only thing that's been remotely effective that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Plus she can travel anywhere in the the entire universe. Right. With no need of a ship or kind of extraneous materials. She can go anywhere she wants. She's all powerful. It's pretty fantastic.
2: (laughs) Exactly. It's, It's
1: tough to beat. I only have one better
0: personally. Yeah, fair enough. I think everything I think Matt nailed it pretty much. I mean, that's that's the way I, I see her. That's why she was five, because she is so incredibly difficult to defeat. And um I don't know, just her and she's got this kind of once she believes it, she is going to destroy everything. I mean, the fact that Thanos was almost single-handedly destroyed by her, she destroyed that entire ship and came down, it was mm-hmm. definitely getting the best of Thanos before the uh, gauntlet got involved in all of that. So in him yanking out the stone, and the one stone the country. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah,
1: that's what it took was right. Something that rare. And then we see in Loki that man, maybe not so rare. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Right. are just sitting yeah, there. Yeah. That drawer full of Claire's fucking boutique, uh, earring <laughs> oh. replacement, fake jewels, just a <laughs> so full good. drawer of
0: them. So good. um, All right. So that's your two. That's my two. All right. My two is a cheat. So I'm going to say now, but it's still, I don't know. You might not let me have this one, but it's a, they're, they've officially, it's been announced that they, you know, they've been purchased by Disney. So I'm throwing in Professor X. Now, if you want to kick it out, I understand. He's not,
1: he's not MCU yet though.
0: Uh, I mean, he's not. MCU. We said MCU,
1: which is Marvel cinematic universe. MCU. And he is not part of the cinematic universe. I, I thought about it too. And I was like, well, they've never had a crossover. Now, if we were doing a X-Men and Deadpool, we could figure yeah. out something,
0: but they haven't crossed over yet. All right. Fine. I'll, I'll take it off with Captain America at my number five. So then, all right. So then where are we at? My number, your number one?
1: Yeah. My one is Iron Man.
0: Okay. So that's your, okay. Go ahead.
1: He's Lex Luthor. At that point. Right, true, true. So, enough said. I mean, that's my TED Talk. <laughs> you've got Thor bad, not good. Uh I got Tony Stark. If he devolves <laughs> into his alcoholism, becomes bitter, jealous, and disgusted with yeah. the world, he easily could shift into Lex Luthor, except his Q rating is much higher than Luthor's. Right. So he could end up being, like, president of the United States or whatever the case is and just has nothing. Now he has all the resources at his disposal. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants at any time. Uh, Cause at that point he can put on a face Republican one and one behind closed doors. Yeah. It's kind of like, do you ever see the, uh the Phil Hartman sketches, Ronald Reagan? Oh my God. Yes. Exactly. Where
0: Uttering all four of them. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, the, the little
1: heart. kids come in, the boy scouts, hey, and then they walk out and be like, all right, we gotta get these Contras. <laughs> and then they just bring somebody else and he goes back to the character. I usually, it's just something like that where in public he maintains his Q rating. <laughs> Everybody still loves him, but behind closed doors, yeah. he is a son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, and he's the already got all the
0: suits. Oh yeah, yeah, he'd be, yeah, he'd be all of them.
1: Everything you said about you know Pepper, it's like I, I believe that from Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, making this shift, and then once you just look at him as he's Lex Luthor, it's just like this is gonna be difficult. If anybody could beat Danvers, it's Lex Luthor because he's yeah. already done it with a Superman. True, very true. Although she needs a Kryptonite, I still don't know what her what's her weakness.
0: Sentimentality. I
1: don't Not know exactly. I don't.
0: I don't know what a weakness is. Uh. I don't know what a weakness is. I mean, in the comics, one version of her becomes an alcoholic. But okay. I don't know anything else. I don't know. Not that that's a weakness. Obviously, that's a disease. But like, I don't know what other things she's had that's ever slowed her down except that in the comics. So I don't know. Is there a Captain Marvel kryptonite? Hold on. I mean, there's nothing alluded to in the film, right?
1: Not that I remember, because she had that chip on the back of her head, and that was what was stifling her power. Yeah. And then they were preying upon her emotions and whatnot. Uh, and then once yeah. that chip is removed... Yeah. I don't recall, outside of Thanos with the Infinity Stone, which yeah. stands to reason, I just don't know what her...
0: Achilles heel would be. Well, it might be her, her arrogance or her hubris because apparently she has fought a number of Marvel's heroes in the past. Like she's fought Captain America a few times apparently in fist fights. Okay. Um, and, uh, let's see here. She's, I mean,
1: maybe a- until we bring in like Adam Warlock or yeah. somebody like that, she's yeah. not going to have an equal in this yeah. universe. So we we'll have to consistently have her fly off and yeah. patrol other worlds and whatnot.
0: But yeah, well, we saw what, like Jude Law manipulate her mentally, right? Yeah. Played on her emotions of wanting to prove herself. So maybe it's something like that, where you manipulate her in that way and make it seem as if she can't accomplish this goal, that's what's going to make her want to accomplish the goal even more. So that could turn out to be a weakness because you're leading her down the path to what she accomplishes is something that ends up helping you ultimately as a supervillain. So in a way, she becomes a villain or a tool of a villain in that way. Mm, I don't good,
2: know. yeah. I don't I know. know.
0: Just throwing it out there. Um. All right. So then, my number one is uh Scarlet Witch, which is a pun from earlier. Yeah. Everything that everybody can do on this list and more, she's able to do. Everything that Doctor Strange can do. She will eventually be able to do it after she's done reading that book. Um, She can manipulate Vision if she wants to manipulate Vision. And she's got strength through her magic. Uh, so any kind of thing that Captain America or Thor or anything other people can do, she can do through her magic in terms mm-hmm. of physical stuff. Um, Plus, clearly, as we've seen in the comics, she's unstable. And so her being unstable, as we said with – with vision switching back and forth, you're really walking on egg, even tinier eggshells around Scarlet Witch, you know? And so the her ability to knock out half the world or half the mutants as they, as you see in House of M is unsettling as hell. Um, and Elizabeth Olsen, when she has those moments in WandaVision where people are fucking with her visions or whatever, fucking with her, what she's trying to do in that town and the process she's in, she goes from, you know, you know, Nervous, unsettling woman to absolutely determine to make sure you leave in a, with a coldness there that is just terrifying. Yes. Yeah. I think she'd be a, an incredible villain. Um, and just one that would challenge you as a viewer in so many ways. Yeah. The
1: scope of her power. That's why she's, she was number four on my list, but, yeah. uh, it's like, this is, this is going to be a problem to deal with. Right. Right. If she flipped. Uh, and very few people are going to be able to do anything about it. Yeah. If she can create that little energy kind of sphere, and then it changes you if you enter into it. Yeah. Uh, and she if she still had the ability to like control people's minds when they came in. To, yeah. Uh, I, I guess perhaps you could make like a specialty suit or something that might be able to nullify the effects. Sure. Uh, you can try. You, I mean, you know. I'd, Let's ask Stark and get Professor Hulk on this.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. It's, I don't know <laughs> because you don't really have another option otherwise. Right. She'd be, yeah, she'd be a handful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. For sure. Um, okay. Well, there we go. There's our, um, top 10 Marvel heroes that would make the best villain, our separate list. Now we're going to put this together. I'm going to grab the bongos right here. Um what do we got? What do you what do you think?
1: Let's see, Scarlet Witch is one four, Captain Marvel
0: is what? Two, three? Uh Captain Marvel now is four for me. It was five. It's four now, because we eliminated Professor X.
1: Alright, so I would say. Scarlet Witch, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, Iron Man? It's your eight, but it's my one.
0: I have Vision at two.
1: I have that at eight. So that, that automatically yeah. would be below. The and then one. Captain America is what, five, seven? Thor is five, six? Yeah, six for me. Yeah. All right, so Iron Man then would take that. I would say yep. probably go uh, Vision next, then okay. Thor, Captain America. Okay. Um... We both have Hulk. We have three spots left, eight, nine, and
0: ten. Okay. We have Hulk at nine. Mm-hmm. Um. So Scarlet Witch, Vision, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Captain America, Thor are all on the list? No. Yes. Okay, Thor's on the list? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So then my next highest one is Black Panther at
1: seven. Okay, my next highest would be Nick Fury at six. Okay. All right, and so one we'll- we'll- – well, that would be our three of the three final remaining. So, yeah, I guess we'll do Hulk there, then Nick Fury, then uh, Black Panther, and okay. we're done.
0: Oh, boom! Look at that. All right, all right. The top ten Marvel heroes that would be, make the best villain. Yeah. At number ten, Black Panther. At number nine, Nick Fury. At number eight, Hulk. At number seven, Captain America. At number six, Thor. At number five, Vision. At number four, Iron Man. At number three, Doctor Strange. At number two, Captain Marvel. And our number one MCU hero that would make the best best villain is... Scarlet Witch. Yeah, Scarlet Witch. Can you hear this? Can you yes, hear that? I can hear that. Okay. I'm, I'm going to start adding some music cues, the banging of the drums. I think I'm going to record it and then I'm just going to use that instead of banging the drums. Um, because sometimes my, uh, my esteemed colleague and girlfriend is on a zoom call and has to keep muting in between the banging of the drums and them speaking. So I want to avoid that. Okay. Going forward. So just letting you all know. Um, all right. Good stuff, Matt. Uh, We've also got shout outs. Is that correct? Uh,
1: That we do. This is uh, something we do for our patrons uh, at the five dollar and above tier every month. And those that support us, we shout out their name on the show uh, just as our way of saying thank you for supporting us. Um, You know, we know that you could be spending your time with others and you choose to spend it with us. <laughs> and we thank you for that. And uh I'm just trying to pull it op- open right now.
0: Oh, no, no worries. Do you want me to bring uh, it up? But you've got it? Yeah, sure. Do you want me to kind of stall for time? Yeah,
1: go ahead and stall for time. I'm pulling okay. it
0: open. It should be. Thanks to everybody who still supports us here on the Top 10. You know, we've been doing a lot of stuff, bringing you content every week. So we appreciate it madly that you're creating us and i hope new people are coming in and 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 becoming uh patrons as well and listen you're always welcome to send us suggestions of what would inspire you to jump to the next level of the patron well and should we create a 100 level what would you want to see um and you can email us and I think we should put the email out there for everybody. Don't you think Matt? Because well, we have our show email, top yeah, 10 podcast at gmail. Yeah. Top 10 podcast at gmail.com. Send in your If you're not a patron, what would get you to, what would inspire you to become a patron? Cause we want to grow this thing. It's kind of, it's, it's good where it's at, but we always want to improve and get better and, and, and get motivated. And, you know, topic thunder has been around for a while now. Is there another idea for a short show? That you'd like us to do that could take the place of topic thunder. If down the road, we wanted to kind of try out something else for a little bit. We're always open to suggestions and ideas and you guys always come up with some great stuff. So we're open to it all.
1: All right. I am ready when you sure. are. All right. Let's do it. Want to point start point us off? Out. Uh, sure. Okay. I have a Drew Gorzicki. Yeah.
0: Fraser Jubb or Carl Jubb Hatton. Okay. Jason McDonald. Uh, Robbie. It's Pele cool. Cole, Eric Taylor, Deepak Mawar, David Stephen, Andrew Robinson, Francisco Ramirez, Michael Bauer, Colton Thompson, oh. Henrik Winton, Phil Knuckles, Sorry. Uh, uh, Callie Onkin, Justin Kelly, Lachlan Skinner, Joseph Curran, Fred Castillo, Edward Wilshire, Charles J. Clark, Zachariah Kaufman, Uh, Jeff Dicken, Francisco Torres, Connor Teal, Michael D. Dyke, Robert, Robert Francesco Surace, Tim Reimert, Dominic Greaves, Eric Bruin, Matt Simmons, Kyle Beckworth, Jeremy Bowers, James Petty, Nick Francis, Christopher Brockman, Blake Gant, Cameron Chapman, Alex Russell, Paul Cree, hey Paul, Stacy Flores, Luke Allison, Kristen Kurtz, Gareth Weldon, Timothy A. Williams, Nick awesome. Baldwin, JIC three seventeen, Ahmad Ali, Darren Bush, Angela Dashner, Drake Fromsdorf, Josh Lawrence, Chelsea Lewis, Adelardo Fuente, Reagan Lubig, Rodrigo Valverde III, Andre Constantinescu, Steve Schluckabayer, Hey Catherine Samuels. Houston Bodley. Roque Orellana, Maurice Robinson. Marcus Davenport. Brandon Caridi. Ravi Prasad. Joe Fairley, hey, Josh Mabry. Ben Cartwright. Josh Murphy. Josh Sachs. George Menchaca. Dale Varley. Chris Consiglio. Wayne Murphy. Ashley Prowls. Johannes Schmidt. Sujayan Fernando. Evan Zoller. Kevin Fuss. Jen Kemp, Ryan McKenna, Brian Aikens, Alexander Marzonia, Garth Wizenant, Mike Barrington, Ed Buzzkirk, Noel Kelleher, Jim Payne, David Mitchell Baker, Andy Ortiz, John Keefe, Kristen Smith, Matthew Lee Craven, Marcel Behrman, James Trapani, Drew Ens, Dan Nye, Seth Shearer, Andrew Marker. Chris Jones. Luke Larson. Chris Cabrera. Robert Haley. And
1: finally, Anthony Castlenova. hey So our thanks to everybody that supports us over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10. Uh, There are your shout-outs,
0: and I think that's it for us this week, don't you? Yeah, I think so, too. Thank you all so much. Matt, where can they find you and all the shows you're doing, my man? uh
1: you can uh, follow the show itself at top 10 show on twitter or on instagram and youtube it is forward slash the top 10 podcast with an number 10 so hit us up over there otherwise you can follow me at matt nost uh and if you like movies check out settle the score otherwise if you want to hear some basketball
0: talk there's dropping dimes and that is it for me this week yeah the all-star break's coming up right or did you already have an all-star break show
1: uh i did well i did my votes for all-star break this gotcha. past week nice nice any surprises uh, not really. I, I think the, the only surprises are I don't know that there are enough forward positions players. I would rather have more guards on the reserves. I think there are way more deserving
0: guards in each conference than there are forwards. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, all right. There you go. You get all that kind of sterling analysis on dropping dimes. You can follow me at the Roca says on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, and on TikTok, I guess I'm now on TikTok dropping some. Uh, videos and little things like that, and having some fun. Uh, also um, on Twitch, the Outlaw Nation, and then my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash John Rokas says, and uh, the cinephiles and the geek buddies out there for you to enjoy as well. So much happening. Uh, Thank you all so much for joining us. And we'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode of the top 10. Peace.